Thank you for listening to this episode of the Bird Game Podcast. Alex Turner here. Don't forget, you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. All you got to do is go in the search bar, type in Bird Game. Here we cover everything Eagles, and we truly bleed green. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get on to the episode. Oh, it's the Bird Gang Podcast. Oh, yeah. Full effect. We in the building. We got the three biggest Philadelphia Eagles fans on the planet. We're here to give you the up-to-date news, everything that's going on with our Philadelphia Eagles. I'm your host, Les Jennings. I got my two dogs with me, Alex A. Money Turner at Steve S.B. Boyd in the building. How y'all fellas doing? Alex, what's going on, brother? Big homie Les, what's good, baby? Good to be back. Ready to get this mock draft in because you know how me, you know me, I, I should just be the GM, man. They should find out how to <laughs> bring your boy on board because I, I, I take us from zeros to hero. You feel me, homie? <laughs> I got you, little bro. I got you. I got you, man. How's little AJ doing, bro? Good, man. He's getting big, man. And, you know, seeing it, it's crazy because I have a daughter and I swear it's like when you have a daughter. You look at her and you're just like, man, I'm gonna do anything to protect her. That's my, that's my baby. And it's like now to have a boy, I'm just, I look at him like, yo, we gonna get, we gonna cut up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I be thinking of it like, just like that's gonna be a little me. So it's just crazy how your, your view look changes a little bit between kids. But I love it, man. I'm, I'm enjoying every moment, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, all good, man. All good. Everybody, y'all know who, 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 who I'm about to holler. Y'all hear that, man? I hear that growl in the background, man. You know what it is. If I drop a steak, you, it, it sounds like a pit of lions about to go at it, man. <laughs> I hear that. You know SB's in the building. Steve, boy, what up, baby? What up? You know the vibes. Indeed, man. How's everything going, bro? Man, it's all good. We holding it down. Yeah. Ready for this mock draft. Absolutely. Trying to get it popping. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. How's that new job schedule going for you? Hey, so far, so good. I like my weekends also. I love it. Hey, good stuff, That's man. That's the hardest working man in the show, uh-huh. isn't it? Uh, uh, absolutely, man. Glad to have you guys back. And to the listeners, subscribers, thank you guys for joining us again. We have a special, special show for you guys today. We're going to give you guys our first ever mock draft. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Bird Gang Podcast of NC 
We are rolling out our very first mock draft, man. And I'm excited, man. So you guys want to stay tuned. It's going to be a pretty cool show, man. We're going to have some picks. I mean, you're going to want to see who Alex picks. You're going to want to see who SB picks. I know y'all going to want to see who yours truly pick. Y'all know I got the keys to that for the Philadelphia Eagles, man. But thank you guys for listening to us. We're going to go ahead and jump right on into it. And uh, we're going to start, man. Round one. Ding, 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 ding. Pick six. Your 2021 NFL draft. Alex, a money turner. Who do you select and why? All right, man. In the 2021 draft, I got our birds going with drum roll, please. <laughs> I got them going with your, your boy out of uh, the University of Florida, Kyle Pitts. Gotcha. First pick. Nice. And the main reason I picked him is as much as I love Jamar Chase, purely I believe he won't be on the board. Okay. So gotcha. my pick is based off of him not being on the board at number six. I personally think Miami, unless they trade that pick, I think they're going to go with Jamar Chase or the Bengals. Obvious reasons, the Burrow connection. So I feel like one of the, he doesn't get past one of those two teams. And then we pick up Pitts. Ertz is out the door. Everybody knows this. They're talking about him trading him like this week. So we get that trade done this week. You're going to have Goddard, Kyle Pitts. What better way to make it easy on your new QB there, we, we, we heard today when the news dropped, he's probably going to be QB1. There's no competition. So what better way to make it easier on your QB to bring in a, the weapon that Kyle Pitts is, man? If you go watch his tape, look, you listen to this podcast, stop what you're doing. Take a second, hit YouTube up, type in Kyle Pitts. That man wins one-on-one in almost every uh, slant he goes inside. He, he just – you can't guard him, okay? Red zone, you can't guard him. He can line up like a receiver. To me, he's the ultimate weapon. He might not be like Jamar Chase, I think, is going to be the better athlete overall. But I just think Pitts is the ultimate weapon. And I look at it as let's make Jalen Hurts' life easy. Let's transition him into being our starting QB. So I would go with Kyle Pitts. Absolutely, man. Great pick. Great pick. Cannot be mad at that. SB, go ahead and jump in there, man. How you going to top that one, buddy? Well, in my draft – Chase was available, <laughs> and it was it's kind of hard. To, it's kind of hard to to go between Chase and Pitts. It's like which one do you want? You can't go wrong with either one of them. But I value Chase True. just a little bit more. I think he can be a little more explosive, a little more dynamic. So that's the route I went with Jamar Chase at six. Like we talked, like nice. I don't know if we necessarily talked about it on the podcast, but in our personal conversation, we have talked a lot about how he really is the ultimate weapon in this draft at wide receiver he has he checks all the boxes he doesn't have any weaknesses so that's really what you need when you need to revamp your offense and there's a to me is a no-brainer pick gotcha gotcha I, i'm with you man i'm with you man and uh you know anybody who's been listening to me um i mean you guys know how i feel about jamar chase man and um you know I don't know if everyone remembers to our listeners out there. You know, I don't know what their age range is, but if you can go back to the 2011 draft, you'll see two wide receivers picked early in that draft. You had A.J. Green and you have Julio Jones. That is about as close as I can say what this is between Devontae Smith 
being AJ Green and okay. Chase being Julio Jones. Okay. Would you compare who who would you compare Jamar Chase in the NFL to right now? Uh I mean, really, I mean, honestly, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's you it's it's Julio Jones, bro. Ooh, that's big hmm. that's I mean, big I'm, talk, bro. And I'm telling you, and and like I said, I've been spot on with comparisons going back to Amari Cooper coming out and being Jeremy Macklin. I'm telling you now, Julio, uh, Jamar Chase is, I mean, he is like in the same mold as Julio, bro. Mm, that's big talk, dog. That's uh, big, okay. that's big shoes, see. man. We're going to see. And, 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 and the reason why we're going to see is because Tua Tungavaloa will be throwing him passes in Miami. That's right. I got the Miami Dolphins spoiling it for me. But that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know why? Because with the sixth pick, the, the Philadelphia Eagles will select from the University of Florida tight end Kyle Pitts. Okay. Let's go. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man. He is um, – I watched highlights, but I, I watched a lot of his breakdown, uh, breakdown tapes, cut-ups, and I, I watched it against SEC teams. And what he did to the SEC was mind-blowing. Like, everyone talks about Patrick Sertan, right? Phenomenal cornerback will be very good at the next level. He tore him out the frame. Facts. A tight end. And he was double covered. So, I mean, I need everyone to understand what this dude is. a dynamic weapon. Um I think he has the chance to be elite within two years. So I agree. I, I, I picked agree. him. And I think that's a very solid pick in Howie. Part one. Yourself. Let's go. All right. We're going to move on to round number two. Okay. Now, this is where GMs make their money. Okay. We're <laughs> going to go ahead and start it off. Alex, pick 37, 2021 draft for our Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got and why? So I so I went with uh, I went with I went with the uh, with this pick I went with the defensive side of the ball, okay. It's no it's no what's the best way to say it? there's no hiding and there's no big secret that the Eagles need help in the secondary badly. So I went with Trevon. I don't know how to say his last name. Mo Moherd. Mo M O E H. Oh, you talking about the? Uh, are you talking about the safety at TCU? TCU. I went with Trevon, and I look at him because my main thing is we obviously we lost Malcolm Jenkins, and then we had a big injury to again to um, uh, Rodney McLeod. So I look at it like the safety spot is in flux. They try to move Jalen Mills to that. I don't know. I want to solidify that some more. I know we got some some we had some rookies in that spot last year, so I want I want to go with I want to go with him at a TCU. I like what I saw from him. I think he's he's somebody that can really anchor that side down. He's he's he can really cover. So I'm gonna go with him. I think I think this the um, the Eagles go with the defense side of the ball as much as I I I'd rather see the line get built up. I think that, you know, I got to thinking with, with some of what we were talking about. I do think they're going to go with the defensive side of the ball. Um, and I think we're going to go with the safety with the second pick. We haven't really drafted a safety that high in a while. So I think 
he's got a chance to start right away, especially with the injury to Rodney McLeod, him coming back. Um, I think he can solidify that. And then at the, the next point will be just to find that second cornerback. You know what I mean? And then I would love to see the Eagles have a focus on defense. You know, how long has it been since we had – the Eagles were known for defense. You know what I'm saying? All you guys know, back at, back in those Brian Dawkins days, we, we had one of the best defense in the league for multiple years in a row. So I would love to see them get to the defense side of the ball and build that back up. Good stuff, man. I agree with your philosophy. Definitely agree with that. SB, go ahead and jump in there okay. for us. My second-round pick, I'm also going defense as well, but the linebacker position. Now, knowing that we, with the new defense that we were going to have, here, think about when you think about the Indianapolis Colts defense, they have an all-pro, all-world linebacker from South Carolina State HBCU Greg <laughs> Darius Leonard. So, so knowing that if we need, if we want to have that kind of player in our defense, we need to draft him pretty high. So what? I, so staying with the LSU thing with Jamar Chase being in the first round, I'm going with Jabril Cox Ooh. in at 37. Nice, nice. We're gonna be the the Eagle, we're gonna be the Philadelphia Tigers up in this (laughs) place. Yeah, absolutely, man. Great pick, SB. Same with you, Alex. Man, I'm gonna stay on the defensive side of the ball as well. Um, I think it was a lot of it, it was a lot of good players to choose from, of course, because you're gonna have. Uh, first-round talent dropping into the early second round. And I think the Eagles being so high this year um, in the draft slot, I think we're going to do a little bit of a uh, throwback. That's right. Asante Samuel Jr. Cornerback, Florida State. The Eagles are going to be running a more cover-two base defense, Okay. Um, it'll be a mix of zone coverage. It'll be a mix of man coverage. Mm. You had a chance to check out Asante soon, uh, Samuel. Uh, I'm an ACC guy, Hurricanes, so I've seen him um, for the last couple of years. So I, I know what he's capable of doing. He plays the game exactly like his father plays. He's a little. I was just going to ask you what you think about yeah, his dad. Yeah, will he, he be he, better than his. Will he be um, as good, or you think better? Could I, he be I, better than his dad? I don't think he'll be better because his dad just had a nose for the ball. Uh, I think he's he's aggressive like his dad is, so he'll make plays. He'll get interceptions. And you, and um, you know what? The Eagles need that. I, yeah, I can't even absolutely. lie with you. The Eagles need that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the biggest thing that I really like about him is that he's aggressive physically. He is going to tackle. You know what I'm saying? So – that's my Ooh, pick. The Eagles need that. Yeah, so he's my second round pick. And actually, actually, Les, he's actually taller than his dad, too. Yeah, I, I think he's a picture, real, yeah, I saw a yeah. picture with his dad. He's a little bit bigger than him. Um, so, you know, that's always good because for some reason the Eagles tend to find the short cornerbacks. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, he, he's one that I have as a late first round grade on him um, that slips into the second round. So I, I, I pounced on that ASAP rock. So that's how we are, man. I'm going to go ahead and jump into round three. Again, another money round uh, where GMs make their money. We got two picks in this round. I, I, we all know why. We all know why. 
<laughs> but that's okay. We're going to go ahead and capitalize and build the rest of our team out. Alex, go ahead and jump in there. Pick number 37. All right. So because, yeah, is that pick number 38? Which one? We, we have 38. Yeah, we're on 70. Sorry, I didn't cross it over on my list. Sorry. Yeah, so um, I'm going to go with because we missed on Jamar Chase. We missed the Jamar Chase boat. Eagles fans, don't worry. Alex Roseman is going to take care of you and make sure <laughs> we uh, we stay and get some more weapons. I went with Amon Ross St. Mm. Brown, wide receiver, USC. And you know what? Aguilar was from USC, okay? So, you know what? We, we, we're going – this redemption, okay? So, we're going to get another receiver out of USC, and this time we're going to get the full potential out of him. You know, new coaching staff, new regime. All right, I like what I saw with his tape. He's, he's a good player. He's versatile. He can line up. He, he basically will never be a number one receiver, right? You know, but he can, he can line up on the other side with Rager. And the two of them could put in work, and you have two. We'll have two of the best. We'll have the best tight end duo in the uh, in the NFL, and then we'll have speed and a mile on the other side, and then we should be locked and loaded at that point. At that point, it don't matter who you put in the slot. You could put Kyle in the slot if you really want to. It, it, who cares? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So we'll solidify the other side. Then you can keep Fogum. They can battle it out for maybe the the second and third spot. You know, figure out who we go from there. And then we cut. JJ can go. We can tell JJ goodbye. So I'm going with Amon Ra with the with the first with our first pick in the third round because we have two picks. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, SB, uh, how you feeling? Before I get my pick, thing I like about that pick, Alex, is that um he has yes, good size, and so you can like I said, he you does. get rid of um, JJ and replace him with. And he that's has right. that's why I said that. he has good a good bloodlines because his brother is Aquaminius St. Brown, who played at Notre Dame and is I think he's with um I think oh, he's I with the that. Green Bay Packers right now. At least he was at, at last point. So oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he got a good bloodline. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I figured I figured that would balance our cause we Rigger's yeah. a speed guy, right? Jamar Chase would obviously be if we do get him our bigger mm-hmm. go to target. So I look at a yeah, exactly. because we missed out on him, we can slide him in. And the expectation is you don't got to be the number one guy, but you're just a bigger target. We we saw JJ. I don't know what it is with JJ. He could be good in the NFL, but I think he just doesn't got. Yeah. I think he doesn't have it. Some players just yeah. don't have it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So he, he might just be that guy. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy about JJ man is um I was watching him in the cutups against the Washington Redskins, and he can he blocks. I didn't know that Doug Peterson was using him. To set edges, man. Um, oh yeah, he's he's good at. Yeah, coming from Stanford, yeah. And it was crazy because in a couple of the formations, he was right outside of. Um, I want to say Jordan Mailata, like mm. helping out. I was like, what? Mm. Holding down that setting that setting that yeah. you setting that edge. And yeah, and then on one on one play, um, it was an inside trap to Boston Scott. And he was the lead blocker. He blocked the linebacker. So here's my thought, man. And we'll talk about this in another show. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside can be – I think he needs to be switched to a tight end, man. That, 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 could, be, that could be his problem. Maybe the position I, I, is I, I think, I think it is because 
he he can I think he could beat linebackers. You know what I mean? I think he could beat he's linebackers. Quick enough. He's quick yeah. enough. Yeah. I, I, if I, you know, if I'm the Eagles, man, I try him out at tight end, convert him to a tight end, and let him get that battle that third spot with say Richard Rogers. Even though I love Richard Rogers, you know what I'm saying? He could beat out if he, even if switching to tight end, he should be able to beat out Rick, uh, uh, Dick Rod. He should be able to beat him out. Come yeah, he, he definitely should. So. Yeah, but sorry about that. Didn't mean to, to yeah. jump no, on. No, that's that. a good man. That's a good point. You mm-hmm. make a good point. Yes. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right. So, as we jump in on, there for me, I'm looking at Michael Carter, running back from North Carolina. Now, Ooh, now this is oh, this is kind of a homer pick oh. for me because, as y'all know, I'm a Tar Heel fan. <laughs> but now, think about the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> offense, and you got to remember a lot of our coaching staff is either current or former former people who work with um, Nick Sirianni. So when you think about the Indianapolis Colts offense, one thing they always, one thing they have is a great receiving back or third down type back. Now we know Miles Sanders can do it all, but we don't want to put that on him. So is Boston Scott your guy? Do you want him to be your guy, your third down back? Or do you want to upgrade that? And you look at Michael Carter or his teammate, Javante Williams, who had great seasons with North Carolina this past season. Either they Baller. both were by interchangeable. Baller. They both could run. They had speed. They could catch. They could do it all. So it's like pretty much whoever you want. But Michael Carter is available. High is, is the higher available rank in my draft. So that's what I went with. Absolutely, man. Not mad at you, man. Definitely a good a good player. Like I said, I'm I'm in the ACC as well, so I definitely know about him, man. And, and see, this is where my um, – my third round pick here, the first of two, man. And, and I had a, a tough time picking this. And I will say that I, I have a thing where I am really biased towards the SEC. Um, and this and this pick right here, was it was difficult for me because both players are ballers. I love Chaz Surratt from North Carolina. Baller. Baller, but I chose to go from the University of Alabama, Dylan okay. Moses, linebacker. Okay. I, 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 he 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 can he can do it all, man. He can go sideline to sideline. He can shoot the gaps. He's uh, another version of Alex Singleton, just better, better cover, better. He can. He's a little bit faster, a little bit more sudden. He's good, man. So that that that's where I went, man. And like I said. I – that SEC, I need it, man. I need the SEC. <laughs> no, I mean the track record. The track record is there, so I don't blame you. You know what I'm saying? They they produce yeah. some good NFL players. Yeah, you know they, they do, bro. They do. And um, like I said, it's I, I looked at our roster, man, and we just it seems like Howie stays in the Pac-12. Some, he loves some, him for Pac-12. Boys. I do. I don't know. Jim Kelly the rubber. It really did. It really did, man. Jim Kelly was the worst with it. But, geez, bro. Like, you do know the SEC is one of the best conferences. It's okay. It's powerhouse, they, yeah. yeah and you know what? He also likes getting them guys out of those no-name schools, too, man. That tends to be, oh, you know, you know, Wentz was from a no-name school, and Goddard was from a, a really not a really big school at a smaller division. He likes some guys in those smaller conferences too, man. 
Yeah, yeah, he, he does, man. I mean, it is what it is. But that's who I got um, with my 70th pick. So, as you guys know, um, we grabbed the 85th pick in our first installation of the Carson Wentz trade to Indy, uh, pick number 85. So, we're going to go ahead and jump on that. Alex, go ahead and lead the way. Before I say my pick, did did uh, did you go running back, though? Yeah. Did you really go running back? Yeah, Howard. So what, let me ask you this: yeah. so He'd be the he'd yeah. be our two guy then. Yeah, absolutely. He'd be, yeah. The, he'd be the number two guy. So would you, yeah, you keep a have, third running back? Yeah, no, you, no, you gotta I have. Some, even yeah, you gotta have depth you because of injuries, or you could use another running back for a special teams or whatever. Yeah, but pretty much. Play yeah. two. You, would you wouldn't rotate, necessarily have right? a three running back committee, okay, but okay. you'd have to. And he was he run? Does he run? I, I don't really watch man. Him. Like I said, same really thing. Knows. Same thing he with Javante Williams. Or... Either one of them, like I said, they're interchangeable. They both they did it all. They ran outside between the tackle. They could catch. They could pick uh... up the blitz. They they were really the best. Honestly, um, I, like I don't that. know how, except for maybe because he played for Clemson. But I don't know how um Travis Etienne got first team All Conference over them, over both of them. Yeah, hey, I mean, we definitely need a running back too. We we I don't know if we're going to get it in the uh, free agency or draft, but we do need a compliment to Miles. So that's yeah. that's a, yeah, that's a see, sneaky pick, man. Yeah, see that that's how I had it too. I had us grabbing um, okay uh, free agent Marlon Mack. Yeah. Ooh, and, and, okay. I, I think he's I think he's coming to Philly, and I think another Colts player is coming to Philly. Yeah. Um, is why I left safety off my board. I think yeah, we, I would I definitely will grab Malik Hooker. Oh my goodness, man! You that talk would be, that would that would be that would be that would be perfect. But yeah. but anyways, let me. So I, I also went with I also went with the young man out of Carolina with my second pick uh, in the third round um, because he failed to me. And of course, you guys uh, actually, Les already mentioned him. That gentleman out of uh, the University of North Carolina, Surratt. Chaz, Surratt. I don't know how to say his last name. I don't know. Sur- yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Surratt, yep. like Surratt, Surratt. Okay. Um, I picked him because, you know, he's one of those players that converted. He was actually a QB in high school when he converted. But he's 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 got the goods, man. He he would really be what we're missing because we have speed in Singleton. He's really good at reading the uh, the gaps. He's a great tackler in space. He's the one downfall that they talk about him is that he's really reckless at times. Like he'll like to he'll go in lead with his head. He'll kind of do those those hits on your body that you don't really need to take. You know, he's real violent. Which I, I at linebacker, I think you should be violent personally. But right. you know, that won't get him that far in the NFL. You're looking at yeah. Luke Keekley, you're looking at concussions and all that kind of long history. So if he can teach get that teach out of his game a little bit, I think he's got all the goods. I think he could be a great complement to our current linebacker core. And we can really rock and roll with him and Singleton. And then put um, throw in um, the young man from um, uh, Wisconsin. What's what's the what's the other linebacker we have um, who was hurt? Um, T.J. Edwards. T.J. Edwards. Keep T.J. Edwards just to kind of be an extra stuffer. You know, he doesn't have to do anything special. Let our other two linebackers really show and improve. So I went with him with our because I really think we should yeah. get a linebacker no later than the third round. After the third round, I think you're really gambling with your linebacker. He might be more special teams. You know what I'm saying? So I want a guy that can really start. You know what I mean? So I don't think we should – there's no guy with the number one pick. So I definitely think the second or third round, you could 
You could maybe go in the second round. It just would depend on who falls. I think the guy at the Tulsa, if he fell to us oh, in the second man. round. Okay, okay, um, dude, let me tell you Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins. If, if we can get him. If we can – If he, if is he falls – He didn't fall to me in the if second round. If he's there in round two, you – I'm talking That's about – That's what I'm saying. Punt. You got to get him. You, yeah. you punt the card up and they be like, what the – You run that thing. You do a 440 to dog, that podium. You feel me? But so, dog, I agree, bro. He makes it hard. There's no, I'm talking about bro. No, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think he's gonna fall. So that's why I, right, I try to right. use one of my two thirds. I'm like, all right, one of these two thirds, we gotta go with the linebacker. We can't. How we please don't draft a linebacker. If you if you go after the third round, you're basically saying you don't care about the position. And as we saw with the Super Bowl, and just like we were talking about with the Colts, having a a good linebacker goes a long way. So that that's gonna be my pick list. Absolutely. Good good pick, man. Good pick. Okay, uh, with my SB, own, go ahead and jump in there with pick 85. With this pick here, I'm going to go with cornerback Thomas Graham Jr. from Oregon. Knowing with the with our new new style of defense we have, and I feel confident with the way that they coached up the secondary. So with that being said, we it'd be nice to get some new young blood in there. We uh, we couldn't get Asante Samuel or or Patrick Sertain or Caleb Farley. So going with with this young man hitting the third round, it, it could be a good um, mixture with um, Darius Slay and the rest of our secondary. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great pick. Great pick, man. Both of you guys, great pick, man. I, um, I, I was – I think this this pick that I have, pick number eighty five. Um, I picked this guy. I think I, I may have picked him two or three slots earlier. Ideally, if we can move down to maybe ninety, pick him an extra fifth round or fourth round and grab him, perfect. But I think eighty five is a, a tad high for him, but. I'm okay with that. It, it really does not matter. You're talking about maybe a difference of four or five picks at that. But I went ahead and I picked out of the University of Kentucky, uh, cornerback Calvin Joseph. Man, let me tell you, if you guys haven't seen him, uh, check out Calvin Joseph, uh, number one from the Wildcats. I know they're not, you know, known for football, but let me tell you something, man. The boy can ball, son. And I'm going to tell you this. If, if we were to draft him, He's taking Avanti Maddox's spot in the slot off the break, mm. off off the break. I mean, you can hang you can hang that up. This is a wrap. That that this would a, be okay a, too, and, and I'm okay with that. So that's who I got, man. He he just he has it all. Um, I, I watched his cut ups from the Kentucky versus Alabama game where he had a couple times he was matched up on Devontae Smith and. If you watch the tape, and, I, and I'm not saying he shut Devontae down because that's not what happened. What I'm saying is he won more than he lost, including a one-on-one interception that he snagged from him in the end zone. It was nasty. I was like, hold up. Hold up. So that's me. Like I said, I, I, I got, I'm going heavy defense after we select Kyle Pitts. Um Get that because I because I really feel like we're gonna have a very good offense. I'm not done on that side of the ball just yet, but uh, I, w- I want to replenish that defense because, like Alex said at the beginning, 
We were always known for defense. Um, R.I.P. to Jim Johnson, the legend. Fact. Um, so I just I think it's time to get back to that, and I think we will. We just got to get the pieces. So um, that's where we're at right now. We're going to take a quick break, quick intermission. Um, everyone get up, stretch your legs, grab something to drink, use the restroom. We're going to let our sponsors uh, pay some bills for us, give us some love. We'll be right back in a few seconds with a surprise trade next. All right, y'all. Welcome back, man. Welcome back, Bird Gang Podcast of NC. We're running our second half of our first NFL mock draft. Okay, I'm your host, Les Jennings. We got Alex A. Money Turner. We got Steve S.B. Boyd. We're all in the building. We're giving you some solid picks, man. We are football guys, and we're here to give it to you the right way. So thanks for, 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 for listening to us and all the new listeners who are just now joining us. We thank you guys and appreciate you guys as well. Um, so what I wanted to do, um, and I talked to the, gen- the, the guys before I jumped into this segment. Um, as it stands right now, the Philadelphia Eagles do not have a fourth-round pick. Um, I, for, I I believe the Philadelphia Eagles will trade Zach Ertz to the Carolina Panthers for their fourth round pick. Mm. Um, so that's where I'm at um, with it. It's a surprise trade. Um, that's where I'm coming from. I don't think the guys had theirs in yet or anything like that, or they accounted for that, but I want to go ahead and account for that. Um, and for me, the Philadelphia Eagles select out of the University of Oklahoma center guard Creed Humphrey. Um, it's we. I definitely want to keep the O line. I still want to keep things fresh, new. I want to keep the development going. Okay, I think we have a lot of fresh young talent that needs to be developed. Um, I want to see someone come in that is. I think, well, let me start by saying this. With Jason Kelsey, um, I believe this is his last year, but I believe he's a specific type of center. Um, He's only about 295, so he's not a mauler. How Jason Kelsey is effective is he is more of a zone scheme. He's more of a leverage guy, right? So he's going to get you leaning one way, hit you with a technique, and that's how he makes his move. Um, with Creed Humphrey, he's more of a mauler. If you take a look at what Indianapolis Colts were doing their last couple years uh, with Nick Sirianni and Frank Wright, they did a lot of straight one-cut downhill with their runners. They did a lot of edge running too, but most of this was one-cut downhill go. Their guy is more of a block the guy in front of you, beat him. So that's what he gives. I think we're going to eventually go back to that type, of, that type of style with Nick Sirianni. So that's why I have a surprise trade. Zach Ertz to the Carolina Panthers for their fourth-round pick, and we take Creed Humphrey. So nice, we're going to go ahead. Nice. Yep, thank you, guys. We're going to go ahead and move to the fifth round, okay, pick number 134. Alex A. Money Turner, what's up, buddy? It's your turn. Let us know what you got. Yeah, I think right around there is where I went with – I started straying back toward the defensive side of the ball, man. Again, I think, you know, like like you said and like I said earlier, I think we definitely need to 
restock that back up because it's took some hits. We lost some guys. You think of the risk we took on um, the uh, risk we took on Sidney Jones that didn't pan out. And then Carolina scooped up um, Razul, and he actually played pretty well there. Um, oh, so, man. you know, oh, man. you know, I mean, we're definitely um, we're definitely in a situation where we, we can it doesn't hurt to to stick with some get some more cornerback help. So I went with um, out of the Big Ten from Michigan, Ambry Thomas. OK, so I went with him. He is. Um, a cornerback there. He's a big guy. He's six feet tall, 189 pounds. Um, he's he's good. I mean, he can he can he can pre- uh, play press. And as you said, you know, you think about that nickel cornerback role. I think he can slide in again and take Matt, just like you were saying. I think he can take Maddox's spot. Um, I don't think we've seen enough from Maddox to really vie for keeping that spot. I, I feel like he's just been a filler. You know, I would love to see him. Let's not talk about the uh, gentleman we brought in from the Rams. Um, major disappointment. Stunk up the joint. Um, <laughs> he major oh. disappointment. Um, oh. So, um, yeah, Coleman, or um, not Coleman. What's Ro- yeah, you're right. Roby Coleman. Coleman Roby yeah, Coleman. yeah, right. So, it's just like, you know, we, like you said, just like you were talking about, I think we do need to get another guy there. Um, so, I got – uh, Ambry Thomas out of Michigan. Um, he's a great player. Um, I, I don't know if he'll fall that late, but um, he definitely he he definitely projects as a starting cornerback. So um, you wish you want that chance. You know, um, you know he's one of those guys that didn't play in. You know, a lot of these guys too. Why we say this? A lot of these guys didn't get to play in 2020 uh, because of COVID. So. Like, for example, Ambry's a guy that if he would have played in 2020, you know, I mean, you know, I can't see the future. You know, I can't predict it right. But say he did play, he could have been higher up. He could have been a second-round pick, you know, even a third round. So I like what I see with him. And I, I, I went corner for our fourth-round pick. Or, no, excuse me, fifth-round pick. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, it's stuff, funny, Les, because we, as we were jump both in there alike me. at this part of the draft. But you use your – Fourth round pick in your in your trade. I'm using. I'm thinking the same way at pick 151. I'm looking at Josh Myers from Ohio State at center. We like you said. We need to replace Jason gotcha. Kelsey, and that sooner than later. So I think he will be a nice replacement. He can come in for if Kelsey plays one year, two years, whatever. He can learn learn the ropes from him get acclimated into the um, Eagle system. It comes from winning tradition at Ohio State. So that's Josh Myers. Who who'd you say? Center. Yeah. Man, y'all with these corners, y'all get yeah, these centers. Yeah, yeah, that's I, was, y'all, I just want to go ahead. Keep going. I ain't mean to cut you off. I ain't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Go ahead and say what you got to say, little bro. Go ahead and say what you got to no, say. No, no, I just want to say, like, I, I was harping on it a little bit. And it's, it does my heart good to see y'all getting some, some back, some guys that could t- – because – as I said, I, you, I was thinking I don't want to change the lineup completely. I'm not trying to overhaul, but let's be honest, man. You know, we we gotta we we do gotta kind of get some centers and especially guards, centers and guards. I agree with you guys. I do think we're good at tackles, yeah. but man, center and guard. It's good to see you guys draft drafting a couple of those guys because we are going to have a desperate need in the very near future. 
So it's like it's good to address it now, and then we other than having to use a pick in the first or second round for a guy. So it does, does my heart good. Uh, yeah, I know, but that's it. That, anyway, that's really it. I'm, I, I put it out there. Basically, that's that's the gist of it. He's going to replace Jason Kelsey, and our offensive line is already good. He can learn from one of the best, and and hopefully jump right in and fill those shoes. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. And, 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 and little bro, like I said, I think it's nothing wrong with replen- re- re- replenishing your offensive line or your de- defensive line. I think what the, the ideal is, the Eagles right now have, I believe, almost 12 offensive linemen. All right. Um, five of them, of course, are starters that leave you with seven. The other five or six have started last year because of all the injuries. So they were getting playing time and they did okay. They did okay. Um, you got some of the some of the sacks that they allowed or whatever was our quarterback holding on to the ball. But for the most part, they did okay. At one point, they were the 11th ranked unit until the last like three or fourth games at the end of the year. And then they fell to rank number 19. So, um, and that was again with our backups. Like I said, after the green Bay game, no, I'm sorry. After the saints game, um, the Eagles didn't allow a sack that game. They were the 11th ranked offensive line. And mind you, we were on our second and third stringers. So that's my thing. My thing is this. You have good backups now. They got that experience this year. We have to develop the players that we have. We have to do that. We can't take an offensive lineman high in this draft. I mean, you can. I'm not saying that if he's a can't-miss prospect or whatever. What I'm saying is, man, look here. If you got a, a choice between Jamar Chase, Penny Sewell, and Kyle Pitts, if you if anybody says Panay Sewell to me, dog, I will hang the phone up on you and block you. <laughs> okay? We this team is devoid of playmakers. We need playmakers. So that's all my thing is about it, man. And speaking of playmakers, that segues right into my pick here. Um pick number one thirty four. Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh Les, before you get that pick, man. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach disagreed a four-year deal with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. One hundred and sixty million. Thank, thank, mm-hmm. thank you, um, Jerry Jones. Thank you. Um, what a, I mean, that that's great because all that guarantees me is y'all going to be six and ten through eight and eight. You're not going to be able to grab. You, you're not going to be able to build your team the way you want to build it. He got one hundred twenty-six million guaranteed. <laughs> How are they going to pay him and Zeke? I, I, I just don't see. No, 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 no. Not just that. They got him. They got Zeke. They got Mari Cooper. Uh, what's his name? The other wide receiver. is His deal is coming up after this season. Uh, Michael Gallup. Yeah, and Gallup, then, and Gallup I, bought. So Gallup. Yeah, Gallup. Gallup bought. He's going he's gonna to need, need that money. And then in a year from now, or two years from now, you're going to have to pay CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Then so like I said, hey, keep doing it. Keep paying him all that money in all two this, years. All this in their defense hey, still do that's their problem. <laughs> they'll be looking Ooh. for a way. To hey, yeah. So anyway, yeah, continue, but, continue nah, your pick, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Nope. Yeah, no problem. Um, so yeah, I I went with the playmaker here. Um, in ours, 
uh, fifth round, the first of two, I went with Amir Smith-Marset, explosive wide receiver out of the University of Iowa. If you watch his game, the first thing that jumps out of you is if you if you take the jersey color off of him and you put like a maroon color on him, you would probably think of Devontae Smith. That's how his game is. Similar mm. build, same size, same type of game. Um, he's just the, you know, the Walgreens version, you know, and no disrespect to him. No disrespect to me. He's a baller. He's got speed. Um, he'll probably run a, a good 4-3, uh, but he, he balls, man. He is a baller. So I picked him um, to officially solidify pretty much our wide receiving core, our tight end core in this draft. Uh, so that's where I'm at. Amir Smith-Marset, wide receiver out of the University of Iowa. So uh, we got a second – another uh, uh, fifth-round pick from Dallas in which we acquired by doing business with them buzzards uh, <laughs> last year. And I think they picked the uh, Tyler Bidais out of the University of Wisconsin. We traded with them last year so they could pick him. And we got their fifth round this year, pick number 140. Um, Alex, what do you think? I got us going with who my steal of the draft um, because he fell to me this this low um, is another you know we're 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 going to really tool up that wide receiver core okay um, because again I went with Kyle Pitts so I'm trying to trying to give Hurts every weapon he could possibly fathom you know to get this to get this thing moving so I went with uh, Demonte. Cox, Coxie, is my, it might just be Cox, the IE might be solid, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to say Coxie, wide receiver out of Memphis. Okay. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a baller. Again, I think this, as, as uh, Les uh, alluded to, this is a, a deep wide receiver class. Um, yes. Yes. So I got him. He slides all the way late um, because he, he really didn't play a lot of games. Um uh, some injuries, things like that. Um, but he could be something that we thought we're going, we were going to continue to have with Alshon. So he can feel kind of like that Alshon role too. Um, and, you know, you're going to have him um, and then also Amon Ra. I think we can basically keep loading up and then figure out – I mean, we got to hit. At that point, it will come down to a numbers game. I mean, he could he can beat out J.J., I'm pretty sure. Um, you know, as I said, but we, we can go with um, Rager. He's the speed. Uh, Amon Ra, he's, he, he's a little bigger. Um, he's definitely going to be kind of more of our um, uh, jump ball guy. And then we have DeMonte Coxie, who kind of does a little bit of both. Um, so it, it would be a great young set, a, a great young core to build up with. And then you have Fulgham in there, who I think can push for some time as well. Um, so I got him just kind of rounding out that wide receiver and then all those other ties we cut. Um, and then we kind of just move forward. I mean, he's, he's good. He's, um, and the thing about him, he's, he's low risk, high reward. So he can end up playing into that third wide receiver role. Um, and then, you know, we can, um, and don't forget, we still got some of them other guys too. We got, um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Watkins. We still got, um, Walkins, yeah, Quez right? Watkins. Yeah, Quez Watkins, and we have Hightower. Hightower made a lot of 
uh, mental mistakes in his first season, which I think he can overcome. So, I mean, we'll, we'll be loaded at wide receiver, which is, is something that I want because I want the cream of the crop. You know what I'm saying? I want the very best for the Eagles, and I want the very, very best for Jalen Hurd. So I went with another one just because he slid so low, um, and I think he could be a great red zone option. So uh, I stuck with him, and he would he's going to be basically my last – um, almost lap. I got one more offensive wet, uh, piece, but it's a different position. But um, that that's going to be where I stop with the receivers. Absolutely, yeah. Good and stuff. that's um, one stuff, reason man. why uh, I really have not there. been looking after Jamar Chase. Of course, I have not been looking at wide receiver in my draft because, like I said, we're loaded. Sirianni has done a great job with mm-hmm. wide receivers in his past, so I want to give him a chance to see what kind of magic he can work with our receiver group. Too as well. Now with this pick, I'm going to stay with Ohio with Ohio State, but I'm going to go with the edge rusher, Jonathan Cooper. Um, one thing we know about edge rushers, pass rushers from Ohio State, nice. they put out some monsters. They have probably the best defensive line coach in Larry Johnson, father of former running back Larry Johnson. But He's um he's probably the best defensive line coach that you could probably think of in college football. He's put it between his time at Penn State and at Ohio State, he's put out some monsters in NFL. Both Bosa brothers and Chase Young out of this last draft. So go with Cooper here. It's late in the draft. He's not the same kind of prospect they are, but with the same kind of coaching, maybe they can hit lightning in the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good pro, and and I, I stuck to the defensive line as well. Um, or I went went to the defensive line as well. Um, this guy here, um, his his game reminds me. I call him Baby Fletcher, and um, <laughs> again, I, I don't want to say he that he's as good as Fletcher. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, if you watch what Fletcher does, his game as soon as the ball is hiked. You watch his hands. This guy who I'm about to bring um, for our fifth-round pick, man, is has is, is, got the same type of thing, man. If you see him, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I can definitely see the resemblance. Um, again, we're in the fifth round, so it's okay to take guys who have, I'm not going to say projects, but have things that they need to develop to get better. This guy here that I'm picking um, is going to be from the University of Pittsburgh, number 97. Jalen Twyman. Um, he can play edge. He can play defensive tackle. But as you guys know, we're getting rid of Malik uh, Malik Jackson. Um, there is a possible chance that Malik Jackson will come back. Uh, we'll get signed later on, uh, which is cool. I'm definitely okay with that. We definitely need uh, depth at the position. But someone needs to be drafted there as well. Um, so, again, I'm going Jalen Twyman. Man, he, he – I mean, when he's on – he doesn't give 100% every single time, so I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's his, you know, his if he gets tired. I don't know if he's lazy. I, I don't know. But when he's going, man, he is nasty with his hands. Mm-hmm. So um, that's who I got um, in the fifth round, um, Jalen Twyman out of the University of Pittsburgh. All right, so we're going to move right on to uh, pick number 165, which is the sixth round. we got two more picks to go. Uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it off. Alex, uh, let me know who you have for pick number 165. 
All right, so I went with the guy to the Big 12. I went with the QB position. Okay, I like to take a low gamble. I mean, you know, anything's better than um, the guy we picked out in the fourth round out of uh, – what did he pay for? Uh, Northern – he played for somebody. That QB we picked up, he was trash. He was trash. I can't remember his name. Oh, um, uh What's his, what's his name? He ended man? up going. He in, he ended up going to uh, Dallas, didn't he? Yeah, he was trash. But it, like I said, but we, I mean, there's just low risk in it. I mean, who cares? Is it? We, I'm not even picking that high in the fourth. I'm in the sixth round now. So, but um, I got Sam, Sam Ellinger. Yeah. He linger. Yeah. yeah, I think is how you say his name. He's a QB out of Ellinger. Okay, Ellinger, out of QB out of Texas. Um, so he is. Um, he. He's a guy that's – I was reading a lot of his stuff. He's a lead by example. He's a He's got good leadership traits, so I think that will mesh well with the QB room, you know, because um, as as the great um, Colin Cowherd said, the, the uh, QB room is definitely like a – it's a tier. It's a QB1, QB2, QB3, and you fit in and, you you know, you have your moments and you, you have – you know your job or you know your role in that QB room. I think he's a good leader guy. I think he can, he can um, be somebody that supports Jalen really well, and um, he he he's got a, he's got a, a nice deep ball. He throws a really good deep ball. Um, I think he's a good, and this is what a lot of the draft stuff said. He's a good developmental backup, um, and mm-hmm. he can be asked to experiment at other positions. So. I think for the Eagles, that's beneficial because you look at uh, Taysom Hill kind of scenario um, where we just got him. Co- he can come in and do some West Coast stuff or, you know, just be change it up, kind of like what we tried to do with Carson and Jalen that didn't work because they're two different style players and one doesn't really run. So it's, you know, I mean, you have Carson out wide, you know he's not running around, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know. <laughs> He can kind of do that a little bit to a degree. He doesn't have to – we don't have to oversaturate it. But, you know, he can he can be in a receiving slot. He can be in that Taysom Hill role and catch a couple of passes or, you know, do, you know, some type of trick play and run it the other way. Um, so I think he's um, good at that. And, you know, he's physical. He can run. And, again, that leadership, man, is something they really talk about a lot. So I, I think it's good for the the locker room, good for the QB room. Um, and, you know, it's low risk, worst case scenario. He, you know, we get rid of him, best case scenario. He can be a backup to Jalen or, you know, he gets beat out or somebody picks him up. So, I mean, either way, I think it's a, it's a safe bet to take. Yeah. And I, nice. I'm looking at my board nice. and, and jump I in thought there. about going the same route that you went, Alex, with um, Shane Bushell, ironically, a former um, Texas quarterback who transferred to SMU. Thought about going that route, but right now I'm thinking to, mm-hmm. like I said, show up the offensive line. Like I said, at this point it's adding depth, and we need to address the guard spots in the offensive line a little bit. So I'm going to go with Tommy Kramer from Notre Dame. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Yeah, good pick, man. Again, I'm not mad at that philosophy at all, at all. So, good pick, man. And um, it's funny that you use uh, Notre Dame, um, an offensive lineman from there, which produces great offensive linemen, by the way. 
Um, but the guy who I'm picking in the oh. sixth round is the guy he was protecting, quarterback Ian Book. Okay. Uh, so that's who I look at um, as a developmental quarterback for us. You know, 2,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, he, he, he takes care of the ball, obviously, which is huge um, on the next level. But I think he's got some skills, man. I think he's got some 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 good things that we can develop. Um, our new quarterback coach, uh, Brian Johnson, he's got an arm. So hey, that's who I'm picking. My six uh, my six round pick, Ian Book, quarterback out of Notre Dame. Um, and, and really quickly, I know Alex isn't going to want to hear this, but um, <laughs> that's who my developmental quarterback is uh, from the draft. Um, but I do think the Eagles make a trade. I think they're either going for Marcus Mariota or bringing back Nick Foles. Mm, <laughs> that's not mm. – that would be kind of crazy. So, I mean, honestly, yeah. I agree, man. I think I think they could get a free agent QB. Um, I, but I, I'm, I'm more – I think they don't want to put somebody – I think they learn from the whole Carson thing. I think they get – as I said in the chat, I think they go with like an Alex Smith. I mean, you know what that man's been through. I think it'll be somebody that's really just there to be like, Jalen, you got this. Jalen, you can do all things. You can do this. Jalen, you see what you do out there? You out there getting nasty, Jalen. You know what I'm saying? You getting freaky. You know what I'm saying? He, they need a guy like that, in my opinion. I think Mariota is not a similar, similar play style, but I think, I think it's just one of those things that I would steer clear from. And then the same thing with, with Nick Foles, man. You you talk about these fans, man. Let Jalen <laughs> throw one bad pass, man. They're gonna put Nick in, put put BDN in, put him in, put that, put let him start. So yeah, I, just, like, I, I like we were it, saying but, before, you know, you're not wrong. I definitely agree with going yeah. the veteran back yeah. route, but you can't go with Nick Foles. That's just opening up a can of worms <laughs> that you thought that you had thought you had already closed already. <laughs> I, I, I agree 100%, man, 100%. I definitely agree, but, man, I just – I don't know what it is, man. I just – I keep hearing too many Nick Foles reunion. I keep hearing it, man. I keep hearing it. Uh, the, the biggest story is, of course, uh, people are trying to link the Eagles to Marcus Mariota. Um, but, I mean, who knows, man? You You, you just never know, so. Uh, that's that's where we're at with it. So we're going to go ahead and get to our seventh round pick, our seventh and final pick. Um, now, everyone, I want you to keep in mind that um, we also will be having another sixth round pick um, that will be a comp pick, okay, for the Jordan Howard trade. Um, so we do get that one. I'm going to wait until they announce to see if we get any more. Um, but we do get a comp pick that will be announced soon, um, and we'll figure out at a later date what we're going to do with that one. So we're going to go ahead and jump to the seventh round, um, which is the 198th pick. Uh, Alex, go ahead and set this one off. I went with the, uh, a guy to to uh, compliment Miles as uh, SB did in the previous round. So. Again, I think the key to this offense, is, this draft, is loading up Jalen. Um, now that I – and my thing was we talked about it. I was waiting for somebody to say that Jalen's the guy. and You get the owner to come out and say, yeah, I want Howie to, 
to build around Jalen. Jalen's got the green light right now. So I kind of took that in mind. So I got another, I got a running back too. I got Larry Roundtree, the third running back out of Missouri. Again, he fell to me. He might not fall this far, but you, you know, uh, you never know. So, um, He's he's good. I mean, I watched a little bit from him. He's he's a uh, he w- he's a bell cow uh, in Missouri. So I, I look at him to be that that uh, that bigger between the nose running back. Um, he had forty touchdowns. So um, he, I think his main role would just be short yardage or goal line. Okay, so yeah. I think he fits that need great. You know, um, we have Miles Sanders, who's explosive, who can get to the second level. Larry would just come in and kind of be the cleanup crew. So um, I think he's a, he would be a great fit in Philly. Um, and, and I personally agree we keep Boston Scott. I think out of our running back group, that's the only guy I would keep, um, you know, and, and then just go with Boston, Larry, and Miles and, you know, and, 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 and get the ball rolling. Okay. At this spot, I'm looking. Basically, Jump when you're in down there. this far in the draft, you just – either looking at best available in your draft board or you just look at somebody and say, I want to take a chance on them. So right now I'm looking at putting that another defensive back into the, um, into that group to see if we can, um, you see, if we could catch a late pick that maybe he can make the team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm going with Shamar John Charles from Appalachian state. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Good pick, man. Good pick. Um, and it's crazy that you brought that school up and my seventh round pick. Um I, I kind of was you know waffling back and forth um between uh Demetrius Taylor, uh who's an edge rusher from there. Um, but ultimately, um I think we can get him as an undrafted free agent. Um even though he has a fifth, six-round grade on him. Um, but, eh, we'll see. I ultimately went with another Pitt Panther, Paris Ford, safety. Oh, he Man. fell that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I seen some some spots actually had him, uh, like, late seventh. And mind you, we're still picking early. I like uh, Paris, too. Yeah, I, I like I, I like, yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Some I I seen one mock that had him in the fourth round, but the most mocks, and I'm talking about, and I've looked at about a hundred of them, and I'm talking about like Walter Football, um, Campbell Draft, all of them, man. They had him in the sixth and seventh round, man, which I don't understand. But I will say this: if he is there, boy, draft him. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> draft him. He he can ball. So um he had 45 tackles, three interceptions and three pass breakup breakups and he comes with the thunder. So uh that's my seventh round pick. Hopefully he can get there, we can do that. And and that's where we are. So uh once again to our listeners, subscribers, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate you guys uh, being a part of our first Bird Gang podcast of NC right. and Mock Draft, man. We appreciate you guys for joining us. We had a lot of fun. We really put a lot of thought into this, man. We was working over the weekend, <laughs> bouncing ideas off of each other, man. So we're glad that you guys could be a part of it with us, man. So 
Um, now <laughs> stay tuned. I almost went quarterback first pick too, man. This guy. I almost. <laughs> this guy's a comedian. <laughs> troll him. Troll I should have made your yeah, night, yeah. man. I should have been like, yeah, I'm going with Justin Fields, blah, blah, blah. Boy, you would have roasted me for about a good 20 minutes, man. No, uh, yeah, I would have, bro. But hey, look, you gotta do what you gotta do. You said you, you said you had Roseman, so dude, you know, hey. Nah, I'm just playing, yeah. But it was that was that was fun, man. That was good because I know last year we didn't we did we started the show um, after the draft, so uh, good that we got to get to get started this early. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely, 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 and, and I mean, who knows, man? We may have another revised one after, as it gets closer. We'll have, you know, we'll have the draft risers, we'll have the draft fallers. Um, yeah, because LSU we'll hear- LSU's pro day is uh, the end of the month. By the way, I looked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so Jabril so, Cox, yeah. you know, uh, the man Chase. Everybody's gonna be, you know, um, showing out. So I'm really waiting on that because if if Chase runs something stupid, whoo, I might just have to say Chase and hope he falls. I think, I think, no, I'm gonna tell you, he's gonna run probably. He's gonna run. I would say maybe sub four four. If he can, man, I'm I'm taking Kyle out. I, I'm taking. I feel like I feel like he's gonna just run something crazy, and then he's definitely gonna be off the board. That that's what I feel like is gonna well, happen. I, I'm going to tell you the truth. Dude, listen to me, man. I just – Jamar Chase is going to – listen to what I'm telling y'all, okay? Everyone talks about Justin Jefferson and DK Metcalf, all that. They're both ballers, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Ballers. Jamar Chase is better than both of us. No, I agree. I agree. I've seen enough. He's definitely better. And that's why when when his 40 time come in and he's blazing fast, I don't see how he makes it to six. I ain't going to watch it. I hope he runs like a 4'8". As I was saying, I hope he just has a bad pro. You know, people in their head on pro day, like, he might be – I hope he's one of those guys that just runs faster in game. You know what I mean? And and he just kind of runs a little slower. Then it's just enough for them to say – Miami to say, oh, we'll trade our pick. Down, we'll trade down and let somebody get a QB or Atlanta. I think Atlanta's gonna get a QB either way, honestly. But, um, I think mm-hmm. Miami, if he runs slow enough, Miami might say, mm, uh, we'll trade our pick to a QB needy team and then we can get him. So, I don't know, we'll see though. But I think for me, once we see that, I, I you know, after that going into April, I think right before like a week or two before the draft, we'll definitely we'll do a 2.0 for the fans, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So, man, uh, thank you guys for joining us. SB, anything else you want to drop on the fans? Keep on supporting the birds and don't get caught up in all that drama. (laughs) I think hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully all of it is passed now. All that, all that (laughs) Jalen, all that Jalen drama. Interesting rebuilding season. Well, you, you oh, see no, that, uh, see that. You see what Jalen said about that. He hasn't talked to Carson since he traded. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so whole, they had a whole little. They asked him a few questions about moving forward, about that. You know, now that Carson's gone, blah blah blah. You know, Jalen been working. He been in. He been working. He been putting that work in all offseason. I've seen him. He's putting the work in. But they asked him, and he said, "Yeah, no, nah, Carson ain't said a single thing to me since he left." I just was like, "Damn." Carson being salty, bro. Come on, man. I didn't see Carson doing that. I thought Carson it, I mean, what, 
But I thought Carson was that guy. Carson's that guy. I thought he would have been like, oh, man, that's the way. Look, 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 look. You can't. The dude is gone. He wanted out. You know what I'm saying? And and all you, we had all these people who allegedly said that hey, Carson's not a good teammate. We don't we don't want Carson. We want Jalen. Okay, we're well, cool. He gave us what you, he gave us what we wanted. Carson don't owe us nothing, man. He don't owe us nothing. And see, that's my problem with everyone is, I mean. People dogged him out. You, you dogged him out, you know, with the whole Nick Foles thing, the statue thing. Now the Jalen Hurts, we, we prefer Jalen Hurts. He's not a good teammate, and he can't be coached. But then you get mad when he don't talk about nothing and don't say bye to people. Like, I've never seen anything but like I, that. I think what makes it worse is that he texted Carson, and he was like, hey, man, best of luck. You know, in your endeavors, blah, blah, moving forward. I appreciate what you did, learning this and that from you. You know, you know, Jalen extended the olive branch in that direction, and Carson just didn't respond. Another thing we got to remember, too, is we don't know those things. We're not inside of that dynamic. We really don't. We don't know him as people. But Carson gives that persona that he's – the, the, hey, man, it's okay. Hey, man, call me if you need me, man. Hey, whatever you need, any time of the night, I'll come jump your car. You know, if, you, if you're stuck in it, abandoned on the side of the road, I'll come I'll come get you, man. I'll come all the way from New Jersey, my home that I just sold. I'll, I'll, I'll come get you, man. Let me know. He seems like that guy. But then it's like Jalen seems like a type of dude that he would be like, hey, man, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, excuse my language. He would just be like, I don't really care. Like, I'm going to do me. You know what I'm saying? And for him to say he reached out and Carson then didn't say nothing back. It's just, like, I, like I said, we don't know those people. Salty at they, maybe, I don't know. Okay. I don't, okay. How do you know that That's wasn't okay. done? Like, yeah. with the, like a, it wasn't yeah. like a snarky yeah, we, we, or something we, like that. We, we don't know that. Yeah, we, right. It could have been a lot. But also what we have to remember is these NFL players, they switch numbers, man. They change their numbers sometimes. Um, shoot, once or twice a year. Okay. They change. You no, know, and you you could be right, man. You, I would hope that's the case because that doesn't seem like. Yeah, so, but even 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 though even let's just say that's not the case. What I'm saying is, as much crap as Carson put up with with the organization going behind his back, drafting a quarterback putting the statue up when he's the starting quarterback, okay, as much as the, t- the, the, the teammates, and I put air quotes around that, okay, talked all that trash about him. Oh, man, I prefer Nick Foles or, you know, the stuff without all that stuff, Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. Pillow talking everyone. with the reporter. Yeah, yeah, pillow talking with them. And, you know, when, when, when Carson Wentz is there, Alshon and, and D-Jack don't want to play, but as soon as – Hurts is a starter. Both of them want to play, and they're automatically healthy, and all that stuff. That's true, man. You you know what? Wow. And, and you could be right, man. I'm not even gonna. Les, I'm not even gonna. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. We just gotta. We gotta understand, like, yo. If I'm so, do, so you're trying to say Carson like, don't owe them nothing? What does he owe him? What does he owe him? At this point, I'm not trying to say it. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, he's like, I, Carson don't owe nobody no apologies. Carson, ain't come on. 
Carson, Carson, oh, Carson's at the speed at the Indy three, whatever that raceway is. He over there chilling. No, what, what's so embarrassing is, um, do you know? Do you guys know um, the big thing, the, the 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 cancer patient, the big Eagles fan, Giovanni? Yeah, the yeah. White dude. No, nah, no, nah, he doesn't have cancer. Um, He's got like some rare disease. Well, yeah, yeah, one or the other. I thought it was cancer, though. No, no, he's got. You talking about the little kid dude that's kind of got like in a chair and he's got like the. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he's yeah. got like some weird, rare disease where it's not. I, gotcha. I'm not gonna say weird. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Yeah, of course. No, he's got just a rare yeah. disease that causes him to have the issues with his jaw and all that kind. Of, he has all the surgeries and stuff. But go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Talk about what you yeah. about. Big Eagles fan, but he's a huge Carson Wentz fan. And so last week he was talking to Carson Wentz's brother on Zoom. Um, he was talking to Carson Wentz's brother and one of his friends, and he was just like, yeah, what do you want to tell Carson Wentz? He's just like, I just want to tell you that even though you're not here no more, I still love you. You're still a hero to me, yada, yada, yada. And then out of the blue in the top right-hand corner of the screen on Zoom, Carson Wentz pops up. Oh. Giovanni mm-hmm. crying and stuff like that, and Carson Wentz. The dude just looked so happy, son. He looked happy. He looked relieved. I mean, Damn, he was so smiling. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Damn, dude. Bro, yeah. I, um, matter of fact, as soon as we got the call, I sent it to the um, chat group. Um, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I'm a person that studies body language of people. You have to see his body language, bro. It was just like the dude. And then I know you guys saw the, the – uh, the clip of him getting off the private plane and getting into the suburban. Oh, he looks right? so excited. He's like a kid about to go to first day of school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of that nut house. <laughs> uh, you know what? I hate to say you're right, but you're right, Lance, man. You're right, man. Bro, I, I'm trying to – I study people's body language, bro, because the body – look, a person can tell you whatever they want to tell you. That body language will never lie to you, dog. You're right, you're and, right. Um, you know what? You're right, you're right. But I think – so the biggest thing out of all this is Jalen's. I think Jalen's built for Philly, man. I, I'm gonna just come out and say it, man. I hope and pray he is because I can see him handling any snare. Almost kind of like, see, you're not a Sixers fan, Les, so you don't understand it. But SB, would you agree? Uh, Joel Embiid is made for Philadelphia. The two Philly and Joel Embiid kind of are almost meant. As much as we're happy to have him as our player, like he's on our team, we drafted him. But this is the best place for him to be because he he's a troll, man. He can handle the the the, the fans talking stupid. He can handle the the haters. He can handle the the media talking, not bringing him up, not mentioning that he's basically that. Okay, I see shit. what you, you know. At first, I was like, I, at first, he I was like, where's he going? You know with what what yeah, I see it so now I because, just, like you said, you see, it doesn't, it that? doesn't phase him. Uh, it doesn't phase him. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Joel is made for Philly. Yeah, exactly. And he's it almost brings the the way his humor is and his personality and his slyness. It's made for Philly. He could he could take a hit and deliver it back at the same time. Just like when he was quoting like, "Oh, I should go to Miami with Jimmy Butler." And we was all be every Sixers fan held his breath for a little bit. <laughs> we we're like, "Oh no!" You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you know, I don't see Carson ever doing that. Carson would always just be like, "Hey man, I'm gonna get better." I'm going to do what I need to do, man. I appreciate just being out here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to do better. You know, instead of bringing up something that someone else said or, you know, he was calling out. Remember, Joel was calling out those reporters. He was calling people out. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I think I can see Jalen doing that. And because I, I in my heart I see that and 
like you said, body language. I feel like he'll be the guy for that. I think that's what, of all things, I'm really focusing on that. I feel like Jalen's play will speak for himself. I think he'll 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 get to where he needs to be. But then when he hits a little bit of bumpy road, I feel like we're going to see that side of Jalen, and then the fans are going to. That's when the fans will come around, in my opinion. But see, here's the thing, though. Real quick, this is the thing. This is what I want to see the Philadelphia Eagles fans do, okay? To me, like I said, the Carson Wentz fiasco was an organizational fail from the top down, okay? It was an organizational – everybody played a role in that, okay? And that includes Carson from Lurie, Roseman, Doug Peterson, Carson Wentz, teammates, fans, media, all that. Everyone – it was a big fail. What I would like to see – and J- Jeffrey Lurie, if reports are true, I'm glad he started it. He said he wants Jalen Hurts and he wants us to build around him. I say all that to say Philadelphia Eagles fans, support your quarterback through the ups and the downs. Period. Stop being the city, the fans of a city that runs their superstars away. Okay, Jalen Hurts is going to have bad games. Okay, and it's okay to say Jalen Hurts, you need to play better. But Jalen Hurts does not need to hear bench him for Ian Book or go get Nick Falls or see if Carson Wentz wants to come back. (laughs) Support, hell no. (laughs) Right, right. Support your quarterback. Okay, I agree. So that way they come back the next week and they play well and they want to be here. That's the that's the biggest thing. Let me tell you something. The Eagles did not want to trade yeah. Carson Wentz at the end of the day. No one wants to take on a $33 million cap it. Nobody. Okay. Carson Wentz was not going to play another snap for the It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't the other way around. He threw us in the trash. I don't That's I want That's true. Yeah, and, and I want people to understand that because that's important and that is not a good look. No, you're right. You're okay. right. You're right, Les. And, and it's a good example. Look at the league. Look at look at uh yeah. Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson. Look at look at uh look at Russell Wilson now, man. If if your your star player is not happy, and honestly, man, if they if if Russell Wilson doesn't if they do the same thing with like they did with Carson, they're gonna take a huge hit too. So um, you know, um if your player doesn't want to be there, man, once it's out, it's out. The cat's out the bag. You know, yeah, and one thing so, I and I, I, really I mentioned this a lot. Point, like man. these fans are like they take pride in that. It's like, it, like they take pride in running people out of town. Like he's not built for the city. Like stop being buttholes and just be better human beings, and maybe people will want to play for you. Now, yeah. I still don't think Carson's personality. I think for Carson, he has to win a lot of football games, which you know that's not always going to happen. But I feel like Carson. I don't know, man. I, I, I would love to see a, a player in Philly that just really embraces the city. But at the same time, you can't – you still just can't run. It no matter how much you embrace the city. If And Jalen's doing that. You know, he's donating money. He's 
you know, giving back. You see him wearing the Philly gear and everything like that. He's he's putting this – he's from Houston. So, for him, it's like – it's a culture shock a little bit. So, he's embracing Philly. And you're right. We got to reciprocate the energy. As a fan base, we got to reciprocate it. You know, even if he's not winning, I agree. Because I think Jalen would – the match is really good, the way his personality is. But you're right. It doesn't just go – all. it's not all on the player. The fans got to be like, yo, that's our guy. You know, we're rocking with them through everything. Like, just like they do with Russell. You know, imagine the fans, if Russell leaves, the fans might boycott, son. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's how much they really like. They want Russell to cook. You remember that whole cook-Russell wave they had going on? Because like, they know what they had. They, they go hard. Same thing with Patrick Mahomes. They go for hard for their, their guy. You know what I'm saying? So, I I, I agree. And, and y'all make a good point. I agree with you guys. We got to, as a fan base, we got to lean, start leaning more toward that way. Let Jalen QB whatever they want to say about Jalen. That's my QB one. Let Jalen do whatever they want to start saying. Build that momentum up, you know. And the minute he has a bad game, don't say Nick Foles. Don't none of that stupid stuff. I agree. It needs to be like, all right, well, coaching got to do. Go to coaching first. Let the coaching hear it. Like we need to do this, blah blah. blah. But it's all last year. It was QB change. QB said, bring Jalen in. Bring even me. I was like, all right, time to bring Jalen in. You know, but. I, I think that at the same at the same time, all that is gone. There's no other QB anymore. So I agree with you, Les SB. Y'all make good points. I think we need to put Jalen I mean, at this point. At this point, this fans is what you need got. to let it go, like Elsa. Unless you just, I would say you don't have any other <laughs> choice. But the Eagles have. <laughs> last year, I wouldn't have thought they had a choice, and they made another choice. But. <laughs> Now, if they draft the QB in this first round, then we're, Howie Roseman is, is the definition of crazy. Clinically insane because he just likes to have this drama over and over again. Yeah, you know, so to a certain Jeffrey extent. Coming out saying that made <laughs> they got to actually put forth the action. But it really made me feel better. Yeah. Right. Yeah, man. So... Uh, sorry to keep you guys. I know the listeners are still here listening to us. Go at it. That's what we do, guys. <laughs> um, so that's how we do. We all love each other. We have a good time. We love the birds. So uh, thank you guys to uh, for, for joining us. Alex is going to tell you uh, where you can find us and where you su- uh, can subscribe. Alex, take it away. Yes, sir. Uh, Les, appreciate that. Um, you can find us on, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Or wherever streaming platforms you get your podcast, um, we're on there. Check us out, Bird Game Podcast. Leave that. Don't forget, leave us a like and subscribe, and share it with. I, I challenge you guys to share it with three Eagles friends that are fans, family members, whatever. Share them with three of them, um, and just tell them to check us out. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll have a show coming back to you guys soon. So make sure you subscribe so that way you'll get pinged as soon as we drop a new episode of Bird Gang Podcast of NC. But guess what? Everyone have a good night. Thanks for listening. Until then, Bird Gang, we out. Go Birds. You never know about a player really, truly, until you get them in your building and you can work with guys. This kid's unbelievable. The way he prepares, the way he practices, and for this city, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's been it's been fun.
long as we don't screw them up, right? <laughs>